0: In. Hi, hi are. everyone. I don't you did three, two, one, but the one was your pinky. Mm. Is that I don't know. Is that yes, in accordance with
1: international standards <laughs> of counting in?
0: Is there like a a cameraman slash sound guy code of <laughs> uh, not conduct, but like <laughs> <laughs> what you can do with your countdown yeah
1: i think there is i think there's an official yeah work instruction probably yeah
0: you guys I mean, you tell us if we'll you want to count
1: down in the producer olympics <laughs> i don't see how you're, you're not even going to make nationals my goodness
0: imagine like <laughs> sound guy olympics would be like how do you best play video games on your computer while the band is trying to get you to turn up their volume
1: how do you play jeopardy <laughs> and pretend like you're doing something oh my goodness we so
0: that was from if you're like, what are they talking about? Nick. We had Nick Tuttle on um in our last episode. On our last
1: episode yes. of Gig Tales Gig
0: the tales. Podcast. Yes, which here Which we is are. what this
1: is. <laughs> yes. You're just
0: tuning in. True. We're right. We talk about gigs and tales of different gigs and performances from the audience perspective, performer perspective, on stage, off stage. Upstage, behind stage, below the stage, inside the stage. And the dungeon below the stage.
1: <laughs> on the boat, on the river, yeah, yeah. in the dungeon, <laughs> on a log, on a frog, at the bottom uh, of the sea, below oh, the stage. That's
0: good. Mm-hmm. It was like Dr. Seuss came in for a second. Mm, he
1: did. Maybe great. we'll have him.
0: <laughs> I liked how, so last week we had Nick, and then Nick actually sent us hate, hate mail on mm-hmm. his own episode, mm-hmm. which was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was it was almost hate mail on himself. He's like, <laughs> I. Was. he said he was, first of all, the subject line was you're you're in nation <laughs> three separate words i get it now get it you're a nation yeah and he said he was talking so he's like i'm so sorry i talked so fast for like the last 12 minutes of that episode because i had to pee so bad We're like I, I wrote back was like you we could have paused yeah and you could have like
1: <laughs> this pee. isn't live we can take <laughs> breaks we did like, a whole episode where my dogs barked Yeah. Throughout the whole episode, and yeah. Tom magically, in his preparation for the Producer Olympics, <laughs> edited it all out. Yeah. That deserves an award.
0: Yeah. yeah. Speaking of awards, go on. I mean, there have been some big award shows. Recently. Oh yeah, there
1: have. How do you do? You like award shows? Egotting. Yeah, I love yeah. egotting. e-gotting. <laughs> yeah. um, I do. Yeah. My friends and I actually have like a group chat <gasps> where we all watch together and we comment. I love on that. that. I,
0: I do. Can I get in on that? Because no one that I know really like follows them. What? Tom doesn't
1: even really like. Like he'll watch it with me, but he doesn't.
0: I used to like print out. Like the Grammy ballots and oh like mark my, my god things and yeah I I I feel like I don't really I don't know I don't have many people that are like into it that much but
1: I I try not to get I think I like it for the uh, just the um. I don't know the fun of it. Yeah. I try not to get too serious yeah. about it. Like, oh, they were robbed because oh, yeah, I yeah. know it's very political. Yeah, and... we're not Kanye. Who? Like, well, we jump on stage and like you just kind of stepped on my major announcement <laughs> Uh-oh. that I am Kanye. Oh.
0: <laughs> we were just watching the Taylor Swift Netflix special. <gasps> I want to see that so we bad. Got, we just got through half of it this morning, mm-hmm. and it, they were showing the whole
1: Kanye yeah. coming up, and oh,
0: God, very yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good documentary so far. Good, it's nice, yeah. And it
1: sucks she got sucked into that really without her
0: yeah that's what she said she's like I just wanted I, I don't want to be part of this narrative that yeah. I didn't ask to be and, part it's, of. and it's too late like, now you're a part of it yeah and that's kind of part of celebrity but you know yeah it is. Uh, uh, yeah
1: I do I like the yeah. award ceremonies mm-hmm. very much I think they're fun yeah. I like to sit down with a little glass of champagne and juice yeah. and we chat with our friends uh-huh. um, I'm going to make this one comment okay. and this is the probably one of the only strong opinions that I've ever had wow. about the Oscars okay Nineteen Seventeen, yeah, the original score for that mm-hmm. fucking robbed. That they should. I won. haven't seen it. I want to see
0: the movie, but I've, that, I've heard a lot of people express that opinion. So I leaned Wait, over. What to one?
1: Th- what one for original score? I don't remember. I don't either. And I I Ooh. just remember. So I remember two things. When we went to see Nineteen Seventeen, I leaned over to Sean three minutes into the movie, and I said, "This is the best fucking original score." I've heard in years. Yeah. It was one of the first really things that jumped out to me. Mm. Um, and then when it lost, I screamed out loud, 1917 was fucking robbed. That's one of the only ones I've ever cared about. It
0: might have been. Was it Joker? I think it yeah, was Joker. Joker. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I was so thrilled to see Joaquin Phoenix win oh yeah yeah have you seen joker yes i have not um yeah so i love joaquin phoenix as do i almost everything mm-hmm. um i think he's crazy and brilliant yeah um and yeah it was it was really good it's not i mean it's not a batman movie like it's not an action no. movie no, no, in no, any no. way no no it, no so if you, people might go in thinking like oh it's part of the but no it's totally like a psychological drama yeah yeah and it's the, really is, dark yes very dark but he is he
1: was i think he deserved it good yeah i will also say that i haven't seen that movie because i'm not super interested in it and yeah. Sean also told me after seeing it I don't think you can you see wouldn't. that movie. Yeah. I get it upset too very easily. Yeah. yeah,
0: Just his, his performance is mm. really great. And mm-hmm. I, I his speech like sp- he did kind of a similar thing at the Golden Globes mm-hmm. I think it was, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I, I don't know I really liked his uh, messages that
1: the, the things that he Yeah. 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 And Renee Zellweger won yeah. for Judy, um, right? Judy! I haven't seen it
0: yet. Me either. I- I need to see it.
1: Oh, but I love, so I do typically feel that the best performances and the most winning performances, is that a right word? Most winning? I think it's winningest. Winningest. I think you're right. I think winningest is a word. It feels so wrong, but I think it's so right. Yeah. Um are typically ones where the actor is playing a real person because Ooh. that is such a...
0: Like Rami Malek for yeah, yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody yes. last oh, year. Oh,
1: he yeah. 100% der- deserved yeah. that award. Yeah, Holy well, there's, shit. You're
0: not like... I don't know. It's almost like I would imagine, you know, in my <laughs> thorough acting career that yeah, I've yeah. had and you know... Your winningest career. community musical theater that mm-hmm. I've done. yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> really I feel like I mean it's just different right because when you're playing a real person it's almost I would think it's almost kind of like doing a cover song like for me right and being a musician like there's a there's something that already exists that you're trying to recreate and make your own like you kind of have decisions to make am I gonna carbon copy this or am Mm -hmm. I gonna like kind of nod to it but make it my own and kind of do my own flair on it or do I need to like literally just carbon copy it mm-hmm. And I, with bands that's like a big question and I've mm-hmm. been in both situations mm-hmm. where like I've played with musicians who like to know every single note like play every single note every single solo mm-hmm. like note for note with a, a song and other which is more my, my style is like we'll ju- we'll get make all the key parts like mm-hmm. if there's a key lick or key riff or something we'll do that but will otherwise kind of make it our own. Mm. So I think it's probably similar. And obviously it depends on the project, like yeah. and what the producers and the directors want want to happen. But when you're playing like a, a character that an nobody original knows character, yet, yeah. there's probably a little bit more room for creativity, yeah. but yeah. from the viewer end, like they don't know what mm-hmm. they don't know about yeah. the character. I yeah. know It's interesting.
1: Hmm. That's an interesting point. Yeah. I Cause know. I feel like if you're playing a real person, you have to, nail their essence yeah, yeah 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 definitely but yeah if you don't know That's that character uh-huh. you can probably just go to town yeah or if you're playing a character who is a real person you can probably also just go to town yeah you could i, I mean, don't know it depends on the yeah it depends i'll on the check bank. with my sag <laughs> representative right uh. as an active <laughs> member
0: Terry's just like shifty eyes right now. Like she's disgusted with herself. I'm like, so... What,
1: what am I... Where... What the fuck what, am I talking about? Who am I to have any fucking opinion on any of this we shit? We are podcasters. That's I know. That's what we do
0: is we God. have opinions and we talk about them. Uh, I feel you that... you tell
1: us yours and be, we
0: tell you ours.
1: And when you tell us, then we tell you. And huh. then I tell you that 1917 was robbed <laughs> for best original Uh, score everything else I'm open to opinion on yeah what about the Grammys Grammys again I don't get too attached and um I'm actually doing a little research on the Grammys okay so we won't get into it today but um I know it's a very political process so again I don't get too wrapped Mm -hmm. up in it Mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about Billie Eilish winning yeah I know, Over Lizzo but,
0: specifically. See, I'm I. Ugh, I'm not on the Lizzo train. It's okay. I, I mean, I get it. Like, I I I think I see what people see. Mm. I just don't. I don't know. I, I wasn't a fan of her her live performance on the Grammys. I did she live perform at the Grammys? she opened the Grammys. Oh yeah,
1: that's right, she did. I'm thinking of the shit. What did she do? a uh, was it the MTV? I don't know. Video Music Awards. Was there something with Aerosmith? Somebody was
0: I recently heard someone talking. Yes.
1: That was know. the Grammys. It <clears throat> was Aerosmith and DMX.
0: It, Run DMC. I mean Run DMC. They, Jesus. Yes. No, 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 no. But I mean with that with, <laughs> with Lizzo and Aerosmith. Somebody was recently oh. talking about it and I didn't see what the what this see was. That. But she opened the Grammys. I don't know. I didn't I wasn't I don't know. I like I said, I get it, but like I get what people, I think I see what people are latching onto and what mm. people like. It's just
1: not my thing. I'm thinking of her VMA performance, which oh, was. I don't think I saw. That. She's also so fucking insanely talented, and mm. she like gets up and dances and fucking plays the flute at all of her performances. Yeah, like, see, she like play, did it in the Grammys
0: and yeah. I wasn't impressed with the like I the flute. I don't know,
1: but I was like, eh. I have more yeah. of a personal. Connection to her music, yeah. and I'm surprised that she won over Billie Eilish. But the I can see Billie s- Eilish won over her. ah uh, fucking yeah. <laughs> fuck. Can we just cut this whole thing? Can we just cut it?
0: <laughs> it's this is for the dyslexic. Oh, uh, yeah. People, like, if, if you're, you're dyslexic today, then Terry's on it. Then listen yeah. up. Yes. Um, yeah, I didn't. So all I m- know about the Billie Eilish, uh, like movement. phenomenon movement, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cause I, I do have a 13 year old niece who's all about it. <laughs> and, but my husband, Tom, which you all know as the assistant assistant director of this podcast to take,
1: um, representing the United he, States in the, <laughs> in the production Olympics, yes, 20? representing
0: the fourth largest city in, um, He, like, cannot stand her um, bad guy single, like, the single that came out or whatever. So, he always, Mm -hmm. like, sings it in, like, this stupid mocking, like, voice or whatever. Okay. So, I don't... I honestly, like, never really gave it a chance. I was kind of like, nah, whatever. But her performance on the Grammys, I thought was beautiful. And and her brother, who she performed with oh, and yeah, yeah with, yeah. Phineas, yep. mm-hmm. was on an episode of And the Writer Is podcast, mm-hmm. which I now have not gone an episode of this podcast without mentioning, because apparently I'm in love with it. Um, Sponsor us. <laughs> right? Ross Golan. Jesus. Um, so yeah, he was on that. And I really like. I liked, you know... His story and how he talked about their process and stuff, mm-hmm. so after the Grammys, I dug in and like really listened I listened to her whole album like mm-hmm. a few times through and there's i there I found a lot of things that I really liked mm-hmm. on it um yeah so i i don't know i don't know enough about like I, i'd have to like listen to all of the nominees albums to really yeah. like have an opinion on who should win but right i don't really care like who because i agree with you it's it's so political and it, even just to get nominated it's super political so oh and, boy i'm sure we'll, yeah stay tuned we'll, we'll everyone this, yeah on a future episode but um yeah i i, I I have a respect for her, for sure. Sure. There's some stuff I like. I look forward to seeing what she brings, like what the future brings for her music as she matures and kind of grows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I think that's fair. And I also think even though I'm like eh, I don't think she should have won over Lizzo I don't think she's untalented or her, her and yeah. her brother I don't feel that at all I'm mm-hmm. like I don't think they suck yeah, yeah. Right, right
0: there can be more than one
1: or anything else person. there's nothing that yeah. they suck <laughs> right I guess I yeah. don't know I've and maybe it's more what I pay attention to and I have yeah. a slight bias towards that where I've been following Lizzo and like sure her movement and I mm-hmm. I also on a personal note I don't like that indie girl style right. singing of, yes. So it's difficult for me right. to listen to Billie yeah. Eilish yeah. more than Lizzo. Yeah, that's a, a personal. Totally. Also, who fucking cares? We're yeah. all gonna die. What's yeah. the point? <laughs> like what, what do we, you like. Giving <laughs> you know? awards. Yeah,
0: I know. I like hate the idea of the awards, but I love yeah. the idea of like recognition and like yeah. just celebrating different artists and, and different the fun. It's fun. And, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Oh boy. So, um. So I have a little follow up. Okay. story uh and this is you might argue it's not a gig tale but it might be there's a gig <laughs> involved okay um a few of my friends who are listening to the podcast you might recall i told the story about my friend in high school who tried to arrange us to sing the uh, national, national anthem, anthem yeah and then it never happened because yes. he was um terrible at how do i put this being a person
0: yeah
1: um <laughs> And yeah, that he wanted like, you
0: guys to, like, meet, like, 10 seconds before you're supposed to go on to yeah. do the whole arrangement. He and was then, like,
1: yeah. well, the, uh, the game's at yeah. 7, so everyone get here at <laughs> 6.30 or something like that. And yeah. we had never prepared anything, and we the didn't worst. even realize the game was that night. Yeah, no. So some people who were listening to the podcast, they knew who I was talking about, and they were like, first of all, I could do a whole podcast just on that guy. Yeah. He was a, oh, uh, I mean, he had some problems.
0: We'll call him Bob Saget. Then we'll <laughs> <laughs> that's just our blanket name. If for, you like, suck, any- you Bob Saget. <laughs> Sponsor us, Bob. Yeah. Bob,
1: <laughs> Bobby, Bobby B, uh, Bobby S. Right. Uh, so I was reminded of a story that is like. So he was also kind of a con artist and like just a weird dude and like an all-around liar. Uh, Truly, I could dedicate a whole podcast just to this guy. But I was reminded of this one story. So he actually dated a, I'm going to say a friend of mine. I'm going to try to protect some of the people involved for a long time. And we did not really approve of their relationship because he was a con artist. Yeah, he was he was doing a lot of ill very illegal shit behind her back and he was like manipulating her and she's also kind of an idiot too i'll Uh, tell you about her offline she's a fucking ding dong (laughs) um there's no way she's listening to this podcast (laughs) if she is i never think about you except right now um so she was just really dumb and very easily (sighs) manipulated sure. i guess yeah so you know we would hear stuff from her and kind of be like what is she fucking talking about that's not true yeah so some of it very serious yeah like he got in trouble with the law yeah kind of serious yeah but this one time so bringing it to the lighter side <laughs> i love how this podcast Ugh. keeps getting darker and darker <laughs> it's just a roller coaster tune in next week when we just reenact the joker <laughs> it's joker um So one time he they went to a wedding, and she was telling us about this wedding after they had gone. So it was like at someone's house, and so this is the story as my friend who was dating this guy was telling it to us. She's like, yeah, so we went to this wedding, and um, there was this jazz band there. They just had like a jazz band playing while everyone was like eating and stuff and whatever, and she was like, they were really good. They were like really awesome. So Bob— So this friend will call her um, Darlene. (laughs) (laughs) I was just watching the Connors the other day. So, Um, Darlene says, "Yeah, Bob said this band was so good. Like they were amazing. They were unbelievable. They were one of the most talented bands he's ever seen. Okay, he he couldn't believe it. And we're going, okay, what was so good about them? Yeah, like, like, oh, that that's good. Great. Great. Who were they? She goes, well, he said that." they could just take, like, any pr- chord progression and just, like, riff on it. Just go with it. And I think it was me and my sister. <laughs> I can't remember okay. who she was having this conversation <laughs> with. And we just, yeah, we're all side-eyeing each other right now, right? And we're like, uh yeah, yeah. that's kind of what a jazz band does. Yeah. And yeah. she was like, no, like, they wouldn't even necessarily know the song. And then you could just, like, give them a chord progression and, like, they just like know, people imp- are at a wedding
0: like hey how about uh can you do a little like
1: <laughs> you know E F C?
0: like uncle darren is drunk and he's just like yelling fucking chords out to the jazz but like what what is happening you have like a fucking right? mad libs of chords like, you can pick? Like. like,
1: how many problems are there already with this story? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, hey, Uh. how about A, F, B flat? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no. Like, he, and I... And so... Okay, mm, so they just didn't know. Like, she you, was such music, an idiot. You know? yeah. But, like... She just didn't know. That's the kind of person he was where he felt like he had to, I guess, impress... Her, yeah, and make some kind of statement like, "No, these guys are really good." Yeah, like, do you know how good they are? Like, I just went up and asked them if they could play this, and and they just improvised on it. Yeah. Like they don't even know that song, yeah. and she just believed it. Yeah, like that's the kind of guy. Which is
0: like, they probably were very talented, but yeah. it's not that that is like the unbelievable. Sure. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it
1: was so weird. And then we would try to, then we were trying to explain to her because she's not into music oh, at all, music and we were works. like, "No, that's yeah. what." Jazz bands do, typically, like, they'll, you might start off playing a song, like, whether it's a standard or whatever, and then they'll, you know, solo and they'll riff over that progression, and, like, that's what they do. Yeah. do, yeah. do you, and she was like no but like that's what wedding no, but they bands were really do good. if
0: you're the one that Jared Holiday plays with and he's the singer's like yeah. guitar solo for
1: whatever oh, I want to Venmo his guitar <laughs> player just for oh man that was great that's horrible yeah. I yeah. felt worse and worse about that the more I listened oh, to that I'm like that yeah. poor guitar player just like yeah. bling, bling, bling. Uh-huh. uh that's just the That's kind good. of person he is yeah. in a nutshell. And That's great. Yeah, yeah. I I hope that describes his <laughs> essence. Yeah. 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 To let you know. I love it.
0: Oh, man. All right. Um, well, yeah. Thanks for that little follow up. Mm-hmm. Um, so- he could be dead
1: for all I know. No, I think he's alive.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. He's great.
1: He's improvising through
0: life. Sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> Bob. Um so I pulled a Terry this week and Yes! I know. I, I'm this so is excited. so not my uh comfort zone here, but I um came across I think it was in like a Facebook post or something, somebody mm. posted like I don't know if it was like an article I think it was an article and it was just like something I clicked on it. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I just clicked and clicked and clicked and was in the fucking rabbit hole. And I was like, yes, I, need,
1: I get it now. Yes, this is what you talk about. And with you like, can just never and yeah. then there are articles linked within those. Yeah, and it just keeps yeah, going. and you keep going. going. So,
0: yeah, I found my and I was like, I just I need to open a Google Doc. So I just like, <laughs> opened a Google Doc and started like putting in little bits and pieces. And then yes. Came back and I tried to make some sense of this, but so I'm, I'm, I am definitely not the resident historian. You still are a hundred percent that title. And I feel no insecurity in that role, <laughs> but I hope I do this justice. So this is my first stab at a historical kind of story. So this is the story of smoke on the water.
1: <gasps> what? Like the whole song. Do you know what this is? Wait, is it smoke? Is it the song about the writing of smoke on the water no. or the performance of it? Neither.
0: Well, kind of the right, not the actual process of the writing. Okay. So (laughs) interestingly enough, we, this takes us to uh, Frank Vincent Zappa. Okay.
1: What? Yep. I am so fucking excited okay. right now. So Frank
0: Zappa, he was born December 21st, 1940, died December 4th, uh, 1993. Rest in peace, boo-boo. He was, an, if you don't know, an American musician. He had a large impact on musical freedom. Um, his work can be characterized by, I wrote, non <laughs> free-form improvisation, sound experiments, um, and... A satire of American culture.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was a weirdo, yeah. and one of his kids was named du- Moon Unit. Oh, and Dweezil yeah, too, yeah. So, do yeah. you remember in college, one of his old bandmates came to did de- came to do came to did a performance, <laughs> Bing, bang, a recital bang, hour, a that recital hour. God, I don't remember. It was that. a Thursday afternoon recital oh, hour. Wow, and I he hated that. Zappa. Oh.
0: He like trashed.
1: We did a Q and A after, and someone asked a question like. Oh, what was it like working with Zappa? Was yeah. he weird like, or whatever? Difficult. And i'm gonna have to i forget which Mm. member it was and he was like well what can i say i'm here and he's not and everyone was like oh like he was there was no love lost between him and zappa yeah
0: that's interesting yeah i never really got into his music um but of course like i know of him i know you know he's pretty eccentric and whatnot Mm. Mm -hmm. i have an uncle that kind of looks like him so you know (laughs) there's that
1: we Um, all have an uncle who looks like an old rock and roll legend (laughs)
0: Um so uh interestingly uh, Frank Zappa's father Francesco Francesco Vincente Zappa um <laughs> he was a chemist and a mathematician who worked with the United States defense program so he grew up near the Aberdeen proving ground which is, a, if you're not Where's familiar, that? it's in Maryland. It's a U.S. Army facility where they test weapons and legal Ill, lethal substances like mm-hmm. mustard gas and mm. stuff like that. Cool. So because of that, they, they grew up near there, and his dad was in works with them. Frank was regularly sick as a child with asthma, earache sinus problems and stuff caused by that oh mustard my gas God. exposure. And that's what gave him his negative stance on the use of chemical weapons. And he, wrote, he often wrote of like germs, germ warfare, the U.S defense industry stuff like that in his lyrics and because of that he was highly monitored by the u.s government shut up yeah are you fucking serious yeah i mean according to the internet (laughs) i mean i have some sources i'll give you guys at the end of this but so that's kind of his i I never knew that about his childhood that that was kind of
1: interesting right i've also Um, never been like the hugest zappa fan like i like zappa yeah
0: sure Um, So, on December 4th, 1971, Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention were performing a concert at the Montreux Casino, which is in Switzerland. It's Mm -hmm. right on the edge of Lake Geneva Mm -hmm. in the French-speaking part of Switzerland. So, it was about 90 – reports that I read said – some said 80 minutes, some said 90 minutes. So, we're about an hour and a half into the show. They had – Just gotten to the synth solo Mm -hmm. in their song King Kong Mm -hmm. when someone in the audience fired a flare gun into the rattan covered ceiling. Oh, my God. So some reports say a flare gun. There's one um, article that I read by someone who was there and they said it actually was he was just throwing lit matches up. In the air. This was just an audience member? Yes, an audience member. Um, So, yes, uh, the the person, the perpetrator, whatever, had fled the country. They think he went to, like, Eastern Europe after this, and the details still kind of remain to be confirmed. Did
1: they think it was, like, a terrorist kind of thing, or, like, just a... I didn't see anything scared. like
0: on intent or anything like that. The person who was like that, the article I wrote from the guy that was there said, I mean, they're, they're all on drugs. He's like, oh, it yeah, was yeah. like, you know, except Zappa. There were a lot of drugs. Uh, yeah. Isn't that so, weird? He didn't do drugs. No, no he wasn't. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's, he, he didn't need them. I think it was all the mustard gas in his system I, from his. Yeah. He's childhood. like, I'm fucking still riding yeah, high on mustard. He's probably fucked up from that stuff. Wow. Yeah so obviously uh, this casino was built in 1881 um, so it was you know made of kindling basically and it was also around kindling and
1: the bones was, of the poor
0: <laughs> it was also around Christmas time December 4th so it was decorated with paper mache Christmas decorations <gasps> hanging from the ceiling which obviously just lit the fuck up right no mm-hmm. <gasps> so the place just starts like it ignites it starts burning and just before it gets you get too dark there everyone lived So, yes, I'm not going into like that type of a story, but um, so as soon as the fire ignited, the band, someone said like one of the band members called out Fire, the song by Arthur Brown, and they started playing it. They've played, supposedly they played a few bars and then it was like the fire was spreading so fast that again, supposedly... Zappa announced, "Like, don't panic, everybody. Just oh, everyone, move to the exits. Like, good everyone, for him. Right? And he he is uh, quoted later saying that thankfully most of the attendees spoke English because when he was saying that he had no idea that if they were going to understand what he was saying, wow, because it was they were in a French speaking area. Yeah, yeah. So luckily they understood him. They they saw what was going on, even though the guy that like the person who the article the person who was there he said." because he was so high, like he, it looked cool and he didn't re- like, didn't really realize the, yeah, like, cause oh he was on acid. God. Like it looked like amazing, I guess. And it wasn't scary. And he was with his girlfriend who wasn't higher was not high or whatever. And she was like, Hey, fire. Like, this is real. It. Yeah, And he saw like her running and he was like, Oh, okay. I need to go.
1: This isn't an acid dream Yeah, for yeah. once. Yeah. <laughs> the so fire were, is real this time. So
0: there were enough people who had the, you know their wits about them to like go holy shit Um, mm -hmm. so the casino was burned to the ground all of the equipment was lost except one cowbell
1: (laughs) (laughs) and here it is right i mean it must
0: be somewhere (laughs) ashley is holding
1: up an antique cowbell it's a little charred, mm-hmm. but it's good.
0: Um, it's just funny. I don't know if that's true, but that was in one of the
1: articles. That's it great. Just seemed great. Like, All that's left standing yeah. is a single cow. I
0: hope it's somewhere, like in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or like mm. something, right? Um, Zappa was buried with it. I don't think he was buried. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he but was. We'll, yeah, we'll okay, get there. Sure. Um, so yeah, everyone survived. There were shockingly only a few people even needed even to go to the hospital for minor burns and, and injuries. So it was, it was very, they were very fortunate yeah. um, because it was so cold outside um, the security. It was, you know, Switzerland in December. So security, actually there was a, a coat check closet. So they like took all every single coat from the coat that they were able to rescue the coats and bring the coats outside Aww. yeah because people they were afraid like there would be issues because because yeah. of the cold but um one article said that many coats were not claimed because <laughs> they had drugs in them and then they had coat check things with their names and now they had security <laughs> guards and police handing the coats back to people and they're like
1: you know what i don't it's I'm, good I'm, it's fine. I don't even feel the cold. I'm so high. I'm, it's, I'm so good. mysteriously warm, not yeah. from a substance uh-huh. of any kind. I just don't <laughs> even
0: coat. I just, you know, it's fine. fine. So many coats were left behind. <sighs> so maybe there are some coat, like lots of coats with drugs in them
1: somewhere. Well, I mean, there some are. Well, not yeah. even just from that. <laughs>
0: right. One That's performance. Just, it's interesting the things that you think about, like you're high. You just evacuated a burning building <sighs> and you're like, you know what, I I'm going to leave the... No, nothing. No, no, I'm going to leave no. the coat. You know what? I made it out That's alive. Not. Unscathed. <laughs> right? I'm not going back for I'm the coat. Gonna, yeah, it's a trap. It's all a trap. The cops burned the place. Now. He started like, coming up with the conspiracy. Then the paranoia kicks in. They smoked yeah. us out.
1: Now they're trying to get us to go <laughs> pick out our coats and the ones who pick out the coats with the drugs are all screwed. Get
0: the hell out of here. <laughs> it's like, really? Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, yeah. So, this song was the inspiration uh, this song this event was the inspiration for the song smoke on the water okay because the smoke was on the water so who actually wrote it so deep it's a deep purple song yeah smoke on the water so they happened to be recording near uh, at a nearby uh studio which just a random little thing they had borrowed equipment from the rolling stones to bring to this studio that was nearby which is this, a famous studio queen recorded several albums there mm-hmm. um there's like a freddie mercury statue and there's. Mm-hmm. I think there's some other stuff and it can be toured today. Mm -hmm. So some reports said that members of Deep Purple were actually at the Zappa show. Some said they were just like nearby. But the the Mm -hmm. image and watching the place burn down was the smoke on the lake on Lake Geneva. So they were
1: there. I thought you were going to tell me that Zappa wrote the song <laughs> no. for Deep Purple. No, they were some, I don't
0: know if they were at the show. Some people say there were members there. Some people say that they were just nearby at Holy the studio. was like, you could see the lake and the smoke and the casino from the studio that they were at. So that inspired the song Smoke on the Water.
1: No way. Right.
0: Um, some interesting facts about this that I just kind of threw together were that f- that it probably contributed to the 100 percent. Um survival rate where that this concert was at two in the afternoon <laughs> like, <laughs> right okay. so and no like all concerts before then at the casino and since then at the casino have all been like seven eight p m concerts like this was a random afternoon show i don't know why, um but it was still daylight outside, so like people could see where they were going and where they were evacuating, so the light had a lot to do with like how they were able to yeah. escape? Yep. Um. They were also, aware of your
1: surroundings. Is yeah. A huge. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They were also there were no chairs inside the auditorium. Okay. They had like, I don't know, the Taking setup for the show. Out. They like this guy who wrote the article who was there said he was like sitting. They were like sitting on the floor, like cross legged and just kind of like hanging out. It was like casual seating, and like, there were just typically there were typically chairs chairs set up in like rows like a typical concert so i don't know why like if it was the i don't know i don't know if it was like a logistics thing logistics thing or if that was an intended setup for this tour or like what but yeah so there were no chairs to get in the way of people getting out getting out so it was like way less obstacles they could just go um another thing was that apparently the drummer um ansley dunbar his drum set of course freaking drummers (laughs) His drum set the I think the article said it broke down, which I don't know what that means. Like it's uh, not a car. Like so. it
1: set on fire? <laughs>
0: like <laughs> No, before. It was a few minutes before this happened. They had zappa stopped the concert for a few minutes while like the crew came out and fixed the drum set okay so there was kind of like everyone was kind of like chilling and it wasn't like they had just come back and they were playing a new song and a lot of people had gone outside to like have a smoke or whatever so it wasn't to take a
1: break to begin with yeah
0: so people were actually many people were outside they heard the music like start back up and they were actually coming in as people were running out so they weren't even the place wasn't even full because Mm -hmm. they had randomly Mm -hmm. had that issue and they took that break. Um, Another just interesting thing is the venue is actually on the second floor Mm -hmm. of the building or like a floor and a half kind of up. So there were these big, I guess, huge windows like wall like a wall of all these windows and people were trying to smash them like punch them to get out and they couldn't and firefighters Aww. came with axes smashed a lot of the windows and people had to jump like this guy who wrote the <gasps> article said he actually j- like jumped from that the window and it was kind of high because it's like a, a story that's and a half. fucking uh, horrifying to yeah me. do you yeah. ever
1: see there's an episode i don't know if you've ever watched the office but there's an episode of the yeah. office where they dwight fakes a fire emergency oh, no. and everyone gets like locked in and (laughs) it's supposed to be kind of funny it's kind of sickening to me like that concept of being trapped and like your awful natural urge is just to get out so Uh they're like smashing windows and yeah yeah, like you like an animal clawing to get out that is a horrifying thing to me so
0: imagine like hundreds of people on drugs like but
1: (laughs) I constantly am imagining <laughs> hundreds of people on drugs. That's all it's I like, think about right? when I go to sleep at it's night. Crazy.
0: So, but luckily, the fire firefighters were able to smash the windows with axes, and people, many people, escaped that way.
1: So, this was a venue in the casino. In casino. Okay. Mm. Did the whole casino burn down? I don't know. It says. I don't know how
0: large the whole thing was, but it does say like it burned to the ground, but I believe that they have re- they, it's open today. It's I think it. so they yeah. rebuilt it. It
1: could have even been like that wing of it. Burned yeah. Down I'm not like sure
0: that. the the layout exactly. <sighs> oh mm-hmm. my God. Right. So, um, that was that event. Another kind of just weird thing is so a week after the casino fire, um, Frank Zappa and the mothers, they played a show at the rainbow theater in London mm-hmm. and they had rented gear cause all their stuff was destroyed. And during the, encore, all their instruments
1: broke down in the fire. <laughs> they just played crazy. a cowbell and sang cappella. <laughs> um, and this is also the origin story <laughs> of don't fear the reaper.
0: <laughs> right. Inspired
1: so many songs. How did you know about mine? Know.
0: Um, so yeah, during the encore an audience member rushed the stage and pushed Frank Zappa into the concrete floored orchestra pit. So this was a theater that had a big orchestra pit. So if you if you're not familiar like Google a theater setup, right? So, like, typically there's the stage, and then there's like a gigantic hole in the right ground, yeah. right? It's like between the where the stage ends and the seats start, oh, right? And that's where the orchestra is sort of seated under the stage. The conductor of an orchestra is typically in kind of that opening, so they can see what's happening on the stage and they can conduct the orchestra. Mm-hmm. Um, for this show, there was no orchestra because it was a rock show, right? And they didn't have an orchestra, but there's the space is still there so he fell and it was concrete floor it was quite a drop no Um, yeah he was nearly killed he suffered serious fractures head trauma injuries to his back legs and neck he crushed his larynx which caused his voice to drop a third after it healed yeah that's crazy right he they say he was lucky to survive he was in a wheelchair for about a year how did he fall off That somebody attacked him. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah. An audience member rushed the stage and like tackled him. Mm -hmm. The guy that the, so the guy that attacked him, his name is Trevor Howell. And he told reporters that he believed that Frank Zappa was eyeing his girlfriend.
1: Okay, everyone. Everybody calm the hell down. Everybody calm right? down. Right? First of all, people can look at your girlfriend or wife or husband or sister. Also, when you're on
0: stage and there are lights, you can't see anything. Yeah. So all of you people who think, like, you know, Mick Jagger <laughs> looked into your eyes and Shawn Mendes was waving to you.
1: He was waving they to they me, They can't though.
0: see fucking anything. You can't see anything. He
1: was waving to me, but that's because I was his Uber driver. <laughs> And He was like, like, "Hey, like, yeah." Also, what are you doing by attacking someone? What what is the goal? Down, right? Everybody, calm down. Drugs, right? Yeah, probably
0: situation. So, I mean, like naturally, this kind of freaked out Frank Zappa because these things were within like a week or two, and he thought that someone was now like trying to murder him. Um, Oh. Yeah, but after he recovered, he had a successful career. Yeah. Um, But he he was really more popular in Europe. He was regularly bashed in the US for his edgy lyrics and um, whatnot. But he he was quoted saying, and I thought this quote, I related to this quote, or yeah, which is interesting. So he said, What do you make of a society that is so primitive that it clings to the belief that certain words in its language are so powerful that they could corrupt you the moment you hear them? Mm. I think that's like. I think it's interesting and I like I I often say like I think about this with certain words Mm -hmm. maybe it's like uh, curse words Mm -hmm. or profanity or whatever it's like or even just thing like people making fun of people or whatever and it's Mm -hmm. like we give words so much power Mm -hmm. right but it's interesting because he's saying like is that seriously like that's their society is like we can't separate like a word from it corrupting us like it's you're gonna let words right. corrupt us. the moment we hear them as if we can't hear them we have to ban them and whatever like so.
1: especially with jokes and stuff now that's yeah. a big thing with like yeah. comedians making jokes and people sure. being like that's offensive yeah. that was so awful and it's like yeah. but do you not get yeah. that they're not making a joke about that thing yeah. like typically offensive things like the butt of the joke yeah isn't that thing right and people have such a hard time even just hearing yeah. that stuff yeah 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 and
0: I, I get I think there's a fine line because I think the words we we say are kind of indicative of our mindsets yes. and the things we think and it's there's definitely a lot of gray area but yeah. I thought it was interesting kind of from the artist perspective mm-hmm. I'm saying like really you people are that crazy about mm-hmm. my lyrics like it's their lyrics it's mm-hmm. art like
1: Calm down yeah he was never super huge Year. i mean he was big yeah but big enough but yeah yeah it wasn't like bowie yeah. sized yeah
0: yeah so yeah in 1990 he was diagnosed with terminal prostate cancer mm. um, and it killed him on december 4th 1993 which was the 22nd anniversary, <gasps> anniversary. <gasps> of the casino fire he was buried in an unmarked grave okay. in L.A. Okay. Um, yeah, and there's
1: little, I thought he was like buried at sea for some reason. Um, yeah, I read he was buried
0: in an unmarked grave, and that there wasn't. They don't really know why. There was something that said like it, he I wanted that because of his exposure to like the mustard gas and the. Like the chemicals and the I don't know, so yeah, I didn't I didn't dig into that rabbit hole too much, Some, but
1: I think sometimes somebody, people, if you know,
0: tell us if you're a big Zappa fan and you know more details to add to that, please yeah. let us know. I just want to um, call out I used uh, mainly so the article was uh, Peter E Schneider was the gentleman who was the attendee and he, he wrote an article, and also I got a lot of that from um, a site called listverse.com. Right. So thank you for those. That, those wonderful uh, pieces of information.
1: I also but, think because yeah. Freddie Mercury did a similar thing. His sure. ashes were spread at an unmarked location and it was for him. And I'm not saying like Zappa was on the same level. Yeah. But um, for some celebrities, it's like they don't want to make their remains a disruption yeah. to the site where they put them. Sure. So it, it could I'm spit I'm making yeah, that up. they I want know. it to be some big memorial and people are mm-hmm. yeah. they don't yep. want it their remains to be disruptive yeah. is what sometimes that comes down to. So yeah. that could have been yeah. him. Could have been. Or mustard gas. <laughs> or yeah. That was I was I on the do. edge of my You're fucking really? seat the whole time. Cool. I, can you explain my face the whole time? I was like. <laughs> there's
0: like clutching of the pearls and there's, yeah. It's a whole range of emotions. I did the whole,
1: the entire spectrum of emotions. That's awesome. For an Irish person. It's yeah. three. Yeah. Um. All right. Interesting, right? Well, what are you listening to?
0: Oh, um, so. So I think I kind of already said I was listening. I listened to Billie Eilish. I was listening to her oh, album just like, okay, I'll, I'll just, yeah, I'll leave it there. Cause I, I really dove in and I listened to it like for a couple days just on repeat. And are you, know, you, rec-
1: you, you recommend, I would it? recommend
0: it? I okay. would recommend just like li- giving it a full, like, open-minded listen all the way through Mm -hmm. and for me there were like songs that i i liked that i was like i would Mm -hmm. add these into my regular rotation and songs that i was like okay like i get that not my thing really not every album
1: is a bats a thousand yeah yeah for every
0: person right so and then i think i asked my niece because she's you know (laughs) she's the the target demographic really it's like what's your favorite Billie eilish song and the one she told me was the one that recently came out like it's not on the old it's probably going to be Beyond on the next, new, or yeah. yeah, I don't know how she's how do people releasing? release music? Yeah, now. I don't know if it's so different, an album or whatever, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'll i'll own that
1: one and okay. recommend it. Yeah, cool, give it a listen. How about you? Uh, I have been listening to a lot of Radiohead oh. again, I delved back into that. Yeah, oh man, I also want to add is this the time to add it? I've been mm. rethinking your question about which decade <laughs> would you delete. We cannot stop talking Uh about it. Maybe I'll save that for next episode. Okay. Um, But I think I'm changing my answer. Oh. Um, Anyway, I've been listening to a lot of Radiohead. I just want to say that something this podcast has made me do is, I'm not saying I don't listen to the music I've recommended, but sometimes I've been like, oh, I like this album or that album, and I might like give it a listen before I come here. Yeah. But this podcast has kind of forced me to go like... I'm going to put on a whole bunch of different shit yeah, and then see the one – and a lot of it's stuff I, I've just already listened to mm-hmm. and see the one that sticks. So I threw on Radiohead. I think I threw on Kid A, which isn't my favorite. I think Sean's very Kid A. I'm very okay computer. Okay. And I just remember like – so I threw him on and I just put it on from Pablo Honey to – present and just let it run. Yeah. And then I kept going back over and I started re-listening to the bends a lot more mm-hmm. because I came into Radiohead late. So okay. Pablo Honey came out in what, like 91? Uh, yeah. Early, early wow. 90s. That,
0: yeah, that early. It was a long time. Damn. Yeah.
1: Um, and so I didn't really listen to Pablo Honey because I was like 10 or so when that came out. Well, maybe it came out later. Um, and that just wasn't something that would have been listened to in my household. Yeah. And then... I didn't listen to the Bends when it first came out, because I, maybe I was 10 when that came out. I don't know. If someone knows, I could look it up on my phone right now. Whatever. I was very young when those two records yeah, came sure. out. And then I remember in eighth grade, when OK Computer came out, my, um, a friend of mine who had an older brother who liked Radiohead was like, have you seen this video oh. for Karma Police? Oh, man. And I was like, Back no. When music videos were like... A fucking, I know, I know we sound like grandmas right know, now, but like, but they were, it was yeah. a part of the yeah. music. yeah. And I remember watching MTV. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. MTV and VH1 yeah. and just leaving it on until Karma Police came on. Uh. And I went, holy shit. Yeah. And so I had to borrow <laughs> So I I found OK Computer. That had just come out like the year before or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then I found Pablo Honey and the Benz. And I definitely preferred OK Computer. And then when Kid A came out, it didn't quite follow my progression of how I started to feel. Kid A is more like, it's like very ethereal and like much weirder. Whereas I feel like the Benz is the absolutely pinnacle of 90s alt rock I think it is the perfect encapsulation of what 90s alt rock was cool so kid a is when that would be in like
0: your time capsule yes yes so
1: kid a is when it starts to transition and I wasn't in that place in my life yet where like I was feeling that I was still into that very like alt rock Uh movement so I just started listening to kid a again Mm -hmm. I'm like oh this is Great. This is what I like now. This yeah. is much more. And then when In Rainbows came out in 2007, I'm positive of that one. I was so on board with it. Yeah. It was like you bottom it. Your... I was so in. I'm like, "Oh my yeah. god, cuz they had two another record after that that I wasn't super into, mm-hmm. um Amnesiac. But when In Rainbows came out, it was so like I was like, "Oh, I get to experience a Radiohead record like for the first time and yeah. be 100% on board with yeah. it." And like, yeah. So I've just mm-hmm. been listening to it top to bottom. Cool. So Radiohead is my yeah. answer.
0: Admittedly, like have not del gone gone in, gone in mm. too deep into the Radiohead catalog. Jamie Cullum actually got me into Radiohead kind of retroactively because he covers High and Dry. Ah, uh, it's a good and, one. Yeah, and I love his, I love his cover of yeah. it. And I was like, oh, I should like check out the original. And like I knew the pop the Karma Police, and, like the popular ones. Yeah, but, and I think I always liked them, but I don't know a lot of the kind of deeper. So
1: cuts. post, so. Oh, in my opinion, I think OK Computer is the last, like, very popular and well-known radiohead where, like, you know a few tracks off of it. Like
0: mainstream. Yeah, right. And then after Kid A
1: and going forward, I feel like those are very much album oriented yeah like concept records you have to listen to them top the to bottom yeah. okay. so I'd recommend Pablo Honey The Benz and OK Computer yeah, for to you start. to yeah. start yeah. yeah and then cool. Kid A like knowing you and knowing what you like I don't think you're going to be into Kid A yeah maybe in rainbows maybe yeah. amnesiac but okay. those three are a good yeah. place to start
0: cool all mm-hmm. right well we'll add some songs to i'll add some of my favorite billy and mm. we'll grab some of your favorite Radiohead ones and we'll add them to our spotify playlist the it's, weirdest it's, playlist it's, of all time
1: <laughs> from bach to bach to billy <laughs> yeah, yeah right both eilish and <laughs> joel <laughs>
0: True, um, yeah. So it's called Gig Tales. Recommends it's on Spotify. You can search it, or we post links to it on our social media. Which go ahead and give us a like. We're Gig Tales podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, Gmail. If you want to write in, if you have a gig tale, yeah, or you tell have us a something you want to add to our stories, or you want to make complaint, a complaint, <laughs> formal <laughs> complaint. It's fine.
1: Gig Tales podcast. You want to lodge a formal complaint with our HR department? Go yeah, right ahead do it. Um, Tank will. We'll get back to you. (laughs) I will systematically bury them in an attempt to uh, destroy our culture from within. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah. But, you know, go ahead, follow us, subscribe, rate, uh, review. I guess podcast world we're learning as we go. And we've learned that ratings and reviews go a long way. They're important. So, yeah. If you like what you're hearing, then hit that that rating. Leave us a little review. It doesn't have to be anything long. Just like, you know, Mm -hmm. Terry and Ash are the best podcasters ever.
1: Best podcasters and women, yeah. not necessarily they're, in that order. They're the
0: most winningest
1: podcasters. Most it
0: has to be most winningest. so no, it's that just it extra is? wrong. Yeah. No, that's absolutely. Or is that wrong. extra
1: right? I feel like <laughs> I feel like that is the absolutely correct grammatical way to say so, it. It just it like hurts me. Please tell uh, us if that is correct. Most correct importantly, our grammar. yes. If you like what you hear, tell a friend. And if you didn't like what you heard. Tell several enemies. I want more enemies. I like it. All right. Cool. Um, Bye. Bye. Keep gigging. Gig Tales. Ugh. Ugh. Seriously, I'll help them. (laughs) I'll never stop. You can't can't do it's it It's an obsessive concept. That was really good You like